This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. When did the image of success become so shallow and cookie cutter? It's carefree entrepreneurship, sprawling homes, and curated aesthetics, all wrapped up in a simplified social media post rife with the latest buzzwords explaining how you're just one manifestation away from the life of your dreams. But building thriving businesses and positioning yourself as a leader in any industry has little to do with hitting these external validations and everything to do with cutting through the crap and getting to work. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, marketing strategist, and your host in this discussion. I've spent decades studying the mechanics of success so I could reverse engineer the process. Together, let's specifically define what success means to you and determine the steps to get you there. With real strategies, exclusive interviews, and game-changing ideas you can implement into your life and business. It's time to go beyond the facade, beyond the posturing, beyond the image to create real change personally and professionally. This is the Beyond the Image Podcast. I don't mean to brag on this show, but I'm a little bit of a chicken shit. The correct response to that is, don't sell yourself short, James. You're a tremendous chicken shit. Thank you, Caddyshack, one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm not going to argue that fact with you. You know, I was thinking about fear, and I think fear comes up in two different ways when we try to do something. There's the fear that prevents us from ever starting on the thing, whatever that thing might be for you, the listener. And we've talked a lot about that fear and how to come to terms with that fear, what we think about when we think about imposter syndrome. You may remember last year I wore a shirt that said imposter on it, And I did a bunch of photos and did a bunch of videos talking about how I was an imposter, how we are all imposters, and we need to honor being an imposter because being an imposter means you're just figuring it out. And if you label yourself as someone who's just figuring it out, it removes a lot of the bite from that fear, and it can get you in motion. But what we haven't really talked a lot about is the fear that prevents you from ever finishing something. You get started on something, and then you hold back from launching. You just need to tweak it a bit more. It just needs to be refined a little bit. It would be a shame if it were not better or if it were not perfect from delivering to the marketplace. And that's a fear I want to talk about today. In my first book, I wrote that no idea has value or has merit unless action is taken on that idea. And I almost want to refine 
that positioning statement a little bit to say no idea has value unless action has been completed on that idea until that idea has been shared with someone else, has been put into the hands of someone who can take action themselves on that idea, who can put that idea into motion, who can purchase that idea, who can sign up for that idea, who can get started on implementing that idea in their own lives. And my guess is every single listener of this show has started something but never finished it. And the reality is, is you start something and the closer you get to finishing it, to launching it, to publishing it, to posting it, the more that voice in our head gets louder and starts to say, well, you left something out. You need to add in another chapter to this book. You know what? You totally missed out on a huge opportunity. So let's film a new video for this masterclass because it's not done yet. And we can go on and on and on, theoretically forever, on that. I think about, and anyone who's seen me present at Fitposium has heard me tell this story. But I think about the creators of the video game Duke Nukem, greatest video game ever created. I'm not here to argue that fact with you. And they got together to make a sequel, and they said, we want this to be the greatest sequel ever. And it was such a amazing convergence of events, because a small group of people were the ones making all the decisions, and they had so much money to burn through as they were working on creating this new sequel. And the closer they got to finishing this video game, the more they thought, you know what, we need to tweak it because there's this new system out. We need to be on this new system. Or, you know what, we need to redo this portion because we found a better graphic solution. Or, you know what, we need to update this other thing because it can improve the speed of the game. Or, you know what, there's this other thing that we need to tweak a little bit more. And on and on and on this process went. For nine years. Nine years until they ultimately canceled the project. When I worked in marketing, I pursued mostly public sector work. And the way to win public sector work was to submit proposals. And proposals would take a tremendous amount of effort to piece together. And it was us packaging our statement of qualifications and our approach on how we were going to work on a project and best proposal one. So these needed to be well orchestrated. But when did the project manager take time to look everything over? Did he step in at the beginning? No. Probably fear prevented him from stepping in the beginning. He showed up at the end, right before we're about to submit. 
right before we're about to ship out and say, well, we put in the wrong team members and we're showing the wrong project experience and we need to revise our mission statements a little bit and let's tweak our project approach a little bit. I don't know if this is really good enough to get us the project. I'm not sure. Well, this was information we needed a month ago. Now it's going to result in us tweaking until the submittal's late, in which case automatically rejected, or it's going to seem Frankenstein together, in which case we're going to lose the project. The term we use for this is thrashing, to thrash. This is what occurs the closer you get to finalizing a project. It's all the objections, it's all the barriers, it's all the obstacles that have become too overwhelming and are going to delay or ultimately they're going to destroy that idea. So what's the solution? The solution is actually to thrash. However, you thrash much earlier. You thrash at the beginning. I mean, you could do this before the project ever breaks ground. You're thinking, well, isn't that going to bring up a lot of fear? Not necessarily. What you do when you thrash early is you identify and properly address any barriers. You shine light on any obstacles while they're finite, while they're manageable, while there's still mobility in this project versus halting this thing that's in massive motion to change something, before you ever break ground, you can shift anything. So with what you're working on, what are the top barriers that are preventing you from launching that idea? Next, what is at the root of these barriers? Is this an external factor or an internal factor that you can actually work on? Or is this barrier rooted in fear? You need to identify, are these barriers that you personally control or external barriers that you need to seek solutions to solve? And write them out. This is the barrier. What is the root emotion or fear connected to this barrier? And what can I do to help solve or fix this barrier? And when you list that out early on, all of a sudden, you're able to neutralize anything at the beginning that would have delayed or derailed you near the end. Ultimately, you only have four options when it comes to facing a problem or a barrier or an obstacle. The first is to just stay where you are and do nothing and be absolutely miserable. The second is to accept it but not do anything about it. I accept that this is a problem. I'm not going to do anything about it. The third is to change how you feel about the problem, but not do anything about it. Yep, this is here. I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'm just going to change how I feel about it. That's when you have those thought-canceling statements like, it is what it is. And you shrug your shoulders and you move on. And the fourth, which is my guess what a lot of you are going to do, is you fix the fucking problem. And you fix it early, before it becomes unmovable, before you cannot navigate around it, before you cannot get over it. 
We thrash early. So one more question I offer to you, our listeners. Why is it important that your idea goes to market? Why is it important that you finish? Why is it important that you succeed? Why is it important that you launch? And why is this idea that you have worth more than the fear, than the obstacle, than the barrier that you're going to think of that might get in your way? Why is your idea worth more? Thank you so much for tuning into this show. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again.